you're good. All right, with all the noise in the marketplace, it's it's very hard to, to kind of figure out like what's best for you as far as when you're considering uh, life insurance. So what I want to do today is really simplify life insurance in just the two main categories uh, and hope that you can deci or decipher between the two, maybe kind of block out all the noise and, and just find what's best for yourself and for your family. And everyone has different opinions on what type's better, just like cars. There's, there's no best car. There's a car that might work better for your family. There's a car that might work better for you. But it, and when it comes down to it, it's what do you find most value in and what do you uh, find best for you? So there's no best type and I don't want to illustrate that today. What I want to illustrate is just the two main types of life insurance and kind of help you simplify all the, all the crazy noise that there is in the marketplace about both of them. Cool? So the first, the first type, the first type of coverage is just like, I'm gonna try to write my neatest here, is just like renting an apartment. I have a little audience here today uh, taking notes, but has anybody ever rented an apartment before? Quick. Hey guys, real quick, say hi. Hello. Hello. Okay. Has anybody ever rented an apartment before? No. Anybody? Anybody ever rented an apartment? Come on, someone has rented an apartment. Okay. So, hey guys, Arvin Blasi here. Yes, I've rented one. Okay, awesome. We've rented an apartment before, and when you rent an apartment, did you sign a lease? Yes, yes, for a year. Yep. And then, when you were done with the lease, could you get anything out of it? Nothing. Could you sell it? Maybe your security deposit, if you're lucky, and took care of it, but you didn't get a bunch of equity and never all the money put back, right? Zero equity at all. Right. So the first time, there's no equity, right? And when you sign a lease, once you're done with the lease, you have to re-sign another lease, correct? Correct. And with this type. Once you sign a lease, at the end of your lease, what does the landlord want to do every single year when you're done with your lease? Bring it they, up. Want to, they want to increase the prices. Right. Exactly with this coverage too. So it starts, this this first type is really inexpensive and starts low, but as you go, it gets more expensive as you go. Yeah. The coverage amount stays the same. So like your apartment doesn't get bigger in square feet, it stays the same amount of coverage of the space, but the price for it, they want to increase it every single year, right? Okay. Just like apartments, you can lock it in leases. With your coverage, you can lock it the price in two. We can lock it in for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Some companies allow you to lock it in all the way to 30 years or more. And what this allows you to do is it allows you to budget, locks in the price, just like if you sign a lease. The first couple years you're overpaying, and then after that you're underpaying, but you're locked into that price, the lease. Then after that lease, with most companies, it jumps up and then we either have to renew at the age or health we're at then. So right. question for you. Um, you've probably sold, I'd say, probably a few thousand policies, right, throughout your whole career. Mm -hmm. What it, at, at, at what age is best to do Hold this, on. or what age is best to do this? I'm getting to it, that's a great yeah. question. Awesome. Um, and so with this, with this coverage, um, how we figure out how much we're gonna ask for rent, we'll ask you medical questions, get permission from your doctor or nurse will come out to do many physical, make sure you're not taking a bunch of legal drugs or uh, have HIV. And then if we're clear, we'll take exactly how much we're gonna charge you for rent and then we can sign a lease if it makes sense. Okay. Cool. Reasons why you do this, and that will get to your ages. Reasons why you do rent it is A, if you're on a tight budget. I work with a lot of young families they know they need the coverage, they need a lot of it because they have young kids, they have big mortgages, 
we need to keep it real inexpensive, so always rent. If we're on a tight budget, it makes sense to rent, just like in real life. So the cheapest one, for sure, just for the bang for your buck, is right? definitely the rent. At the start, hold on. Yeah, absolutely, at the start. Number two, if we're going to keep it less than 10 years, always makes sense to rent. If we know we're not going to keep it the same, if you just moved to a new area, just moved to Chicago, just moved to St. Louis, just moved to LA. You made a big part of big house. If, you only, if you've only been there for three months, you don't really know the lay of the land. Rent first, then you can buy it if we know we're going to stay there long term. Makes sense. Third reason is if we're not really sure. My gosh, my aunt told me this, my aunt told me that, my, my uncle, my mechanic told me this. I have no freaking clue. Rent right now. We can always figure out or switch to a different kind of later. You can always convert it anytime you want. You don't have to wait till the end of the term, right? Sure. So like if we, we start off with a 10-year one, you don't have to wait till the end of the 10 years to convert. Mm-hmm. You can do it at year one or two or three. Depending on the company, absolutely, yeah. Correct. So that's that's the first type. And sometimes that's commonly conv- um, in the marketplace that's referred to as term. But I like to refer to it as running um, to make it simple. Yep. The second type is just like owning a house. Who here has owned a house or owns a house currently? Awesome. Gina, why'd you decide to buy a house? Why did you not rent anymore? Because I'm getting older. Sure. And more stability. Sure, more stability, sure. Why else did you buy a house? Why do you keep running? For me, equity. Yes, absolutely, equity. The second kind builds equity. So with your mortgage, how much you owe the bank, how much, now, what happens to the price over the years that you owe the bank? So in the beginning, you're going to pay a ton on the interest. Well, don't worry about that. Yeah, and then later it what's the, what's the dollar amount that you owe the bank each Same month? amount. Every Same month. amount. Yep. identical. Second, 15th year, 14th year, the dollar amount you owe the bank. Now, if you have an escrow interest and, and taxes go, or taxes and... Taxes can change the same. But for sure. the most part, for the principal and interest, right. it stays the same. Right. So the price of this, so if we own it, the price is always going to be the same. doesn't yeah. matter if you're... If you've had it one year, 10 years, 20 years, 100 years, the price is locked in. Okay, yep. Now, the value of it, the coverage amount, if we own it with a good company, the coverage amount goes up. So if we buy a $250,000 policy, in 10 years it should be worth about 260, and 20, 30 years it should be worth about 400. Correct. Just like if you buy a house in the good area, if you buy a two hundred thousand dollar house in twenty or thirty years, we hopefully it's worth two to three times more. as much. Absolutely. Also, there's an equity portion, just like in your house. If you just like in a house, the same way with the, owning the coverage. If you ever don't want to live there anymore, want to sell it, don't want to be there anymore, we can get money out of these policies. So ten years. Is really the breaking point. 10 years, we can get about 80% of what we put in. 15 years, we can get 100% of what we put in. After 15 years, so like 20, 30 years, we should be able to get about two to three times more. Again, if we're buying a good area, if we buy with a good company, we should be able to get about two to three times uh, more out of it than we ever put in. So I got a question for you. So awesome. I know you're explaining this, and it's great, but I want to know, let's say I start a policy with you, and I'm starting at... $200, 150 bucks a month, right? Um, and I do it for eight years, or let's say let's say for four years. How much? How much uh, am I able to take everything back? Perfect. 
Can we Will ask I? these questions at, at the end? That's an awesome question. Okay. So, oh, yeah, four, four years? No, absolutely not. Okay. All right, so you'll just, lose, just like you'll lose a bunch of it until you get to the 10 year mark. Yep. You'll lose a, a good chunk you of could. the money you put in. Yep. Just like if you buy a house in six months and six months you decide to sell it, are you going to make a profit? No. Absolutely not. You're paying closing costs, you're paying realtors costs, you're paying moving costs, you're paying to move it. Same with this. Okay. The, the, comp the company's on a huge risk for a long period of time and they're locked they in and guarantee back. a long term time. They're not going to let you be covered for 250000 and then pull all your money out next year. You got it. Makes sense. Okay. The good it's a good question. So, so the, the reason why I'd recommend this is we have to be on a stable budget. Just like if we're going to own a house, if we're living paycheck to paycheck, it doesn't make sense to, to buy a house. Same yeah. with this. Got to be on a stable budget. We have to be able to probably commit for a good 10 years to put a certain premium on it. Yep. Second reason is only if we know we're going to keep it more than 10 years, does this ever make sense? Because just to, uh, to your question, Arvin, if we have it two to three years, huge waste of money. So if we know we're not going to keep it more than 10 years, rent, don't own. Okay. Third reason is we have to be sure. We have to be sure that this is the plan, we want to keep it for a long time, and that we can commit to it, and that this is what we want and we find value in it. Because just to go to your question, if we start with renting, we can always switch to owning, but if we start with owning, we can never go back. Correct. And a third option, which I like to customize with a lot of my clients, we might do a mixture of the two. We might own a little bit of it, rent most of it. Let me get back one second. What if you no longer want the, uh, the second type of policy? We can take the money out of it. So if it's after, at what point though? You can take it out at year, at year. No, you have to wait till year ten to you can take it all back, right? right? So if you do it before, then you're gonna lose a good chunk of the money. And and then at ten years, if you want to take it all out, what happens, Tyler? Well, then you can at ten years, we should we should have about the same amount that we put in. Yeah, so that's right. That's why you always have to ask yourself before you even start it. If we think we're gonna stop it in two or three years, don't freaking do this, guy. It's stupid. Waste the money. You're trapping yourself. Okay. If we're like, I know I'm gonna keep, just like a house. If you know you're gonna move in two years, freaking rent the dang thing so we can move easily. Right. Don't own that place. Same with this. If, if we think we're gonna buy a house, if we're not real handy, we don't know how to flip it and stuff like that, we can't sell a house for a lot more than we're gonna. Same with this, you're gonna lose money. This is a great question. Any other questions? Um, that's a great question. Because that's, I know a lot of people won't realize that. It's just like a 401k. Like you, you can't just take the money out and then expect them to pay anything, right? <laughs> yeah. um, this is designed. This this is designed to have a lot of coverage for a little bit. So, example. Let's do an example. Let's say you're like me, preferred elite, right? The top uh, rating, right? What should I? What would you expect someone to pay on this, and vice versa on this? Give me okay, rough, rough, rough prices. Not exact. Okay. I'll give you my example. Let me let me tell you. Give me this marker. So for this one, I have for me. Uh, I did it when I was like 28 years old, I think, or 28 or 29. I did a mil, $1 million of coverage. Um, I'm paying, I think it's right around 79, no, no, 79 per month. So you're looking at roughly, uh, nine, let's just say to be safe side, 900 per year, okay? So I got it locked in for 30 years at, for 1 million of coverage and I'm gonna pay 900, so let's do the math, 
again, let's just say, let's pretend this is a thousand. Yeah, I'm going to pay thirty thousand for a million dollars coverage over the long over the life of it. Mm -hmm. That's assuming that I keep it, I, I keep that whole thing for the whole thirty years. Now I can convert it anywhere in between. Don't think you're stuck with that. What, what no, after 30 years, it does goes way so, up. So if something happens, to you, they can't raise your rate. Correct. So the, the big, the big point of this, exactly right. If if I get cancer, right, right. or if uh, I have a heart attack in between this time, because I'm already locked in, right, I don't have to retest. In in 29 years, I'm going to convert this into one of these, right? Yes, I'll pay more, but I pay exponentially more if I had to test at that point once um, I've already had cancer, had. Uh, diabetes. diabetes, thank you, blood pressure, uh, what other things? I mean, DUIs, uh, any any type of trouble, right? Let's just, let's call it that. Felonies, I mean, anything. If you ever get into legal trouble as well, yep. Bankruptcy, I mean, all Bankruptcy messes with you as well, thank you, yep. So you see the math for everyone, right? So I'm paying, let's just say for even's sake, thousand a year, right? I got a million dollars. If my family, if I pass away, my family's gonna get a mill. Tax free. Great math. Yep, tax free too, so they're gonna get straight million dollars. Okay, um, but, that, then, but that's not normal. Arvin got that's super rare. No one gets that rating. <laughs> very, very few. They do. It's just because I'm very healthy. Don't eat. Don't drink. Don't do anything bad. I pay. So I'm a square. I pay one and a half times what Arvin does. So for, Tyler for two hundred thousand. Correct. Yep. So Tyler has two hundred thousand of coverage. He pays. What do you pay? Two hundred bucks a month. Eighty-three a month. Eighty-three a month, which is thousand. Just around a thousand, actually. Yeah, just around a thousand uh, a year, and same, same, same price. He's getting a fifth of the coverage. So it pays. Don't go out. Don't, don't be stupid. Don't, don't drink and drive. Don't. Um, what else? The moral, the moral story is get this freaking early before stuff starts to accumulate. Because no one gets help. Almost no one gets healthier as they get older. No one gets in less trouble as they get older. Correct. No, no one has a, a better medical. You want to lock it in, and don't yeah. think just because I did this. By the way, guys. I uh, don't think you gotta do this much. So for me, if I would have done at the very least two hundred thousand, right? My price would have been like fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks, twenty bucks a month. Still pretty good math in the end. Do that in hat in a fifth of everything. I would have paid. I would have paid like eight thousand dollars for thirty years, and I still would have gotten. What, was, awesome it, was, this, was this helpful though? Okay. Yes. Because I just wanted to go over the different kinds and, and what you can turn yours into. With no questions asked, you can lock in your health today and turn it into this whenever you want. Can you can you give us a little more example of how you would do this? And I know it's going to take you a while. Perfect. Do a quick quick example. Perfect. How you'd mix both. Perfect. So I, so I have a, I have a mix of both. I have so I have a, I have a lot of student debt that my parents co-signed for. Okay. Obviously, I have rental property. So what I do is I have two hundred thousand. Just quick turn so that the camera can see you. Okay. We're still rolling live. Aren't oh, yeah. So I have two hundred thousand. That's gonna last ten years. Yep. And then I have another hundred fifty that I own. That you're owning. And, I, and I'm actually using for a retirement account because I'm gonna take this money out um, in 20, 30 years. And then so this one is gonna last infinity time. So this we, one's gonna last forever. So we know what you're paying on this one, roughly. What are you paying on this? Well, I put way more than I need to. I only have to put like 110 bucks. I'm throwing I'm throwing 350 into this a month. So for you to have, I want this cash to grow faster. Okay, and then this one will last you till you're dead. This yeah, one is till till death it's, forever. It's, it's whole, yeah, whole yeah. universal whatever. Yep. So you're paying roughly 100. Let's just say for even sake, about 100 dollars a month is what you really need to mm -hmm. fund 150 thousand dollar 
whole life insurance, mm -hmm. and it'll last you till death. You don't have to take all of it at once. So in the beginning, let's say, let's pretend Tyler has a kid, two kids, uh, and a wife, right? Yeah. They're gonna need more coverage. Later, once the kids go away, right, and they go to college, or they graduate college, that's it, they're making their own money. He doesn't need this anymore. So, that's it, like this thing, gone. And he would only keep this. Well, the common thing I do with a lot of my clients too, is say, a lot of times I have like 50 years old, like, oh my gosh, I switched jobs, I don't have very good coverage with work. Everyone thinks they have it with work. You only get it with work. I'm gonna touch you, on if the you work can't, thing. If you can't get it outside anywhere else. Correct. Because if you switch jobs, if you retire, you still, people retire still with that, still with mortgages, still with responsibilities. Yeah. You still need life insurance, but at that age, when you're, it's when it's you're 67, 70, not only is it so expensive, I make a lot of money when people wait that long, a lot of times they can't even get it. Oh, they don't qualify because they have so, some issues. So if they're 50, we usually maybe do something like a half million, and then we'll just own 20,000. For burial, basically. For final expenses to leave some of the kids, because this thing's gonna grow, so at age 70, it's worth now, like 40, we have enough to take care of final expenses, and we have something a little bit left over for the kids or to cover other debt. And then, and this is just temporary, the other difference, right? Mm -hmm. So this will go away, it'll, it'll decrease the amount uh, with time. Perfect. Okay, what else was I supposed to touch on? Anything else? I don't know, I did I forget? I gotta go, I will. Horn, don't leave it, say bye. And then, and then tell them we're gonna tell them to share. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Um, please share this uh, to your Facebooks, your whatever, and um, give us a call if you have any questions. The office line here is eight one five six six zero twenty twenty, and uh, I have anywhere from six to eight people that work here, so anyone here can help you, uh, and, and everyone here is amazing. So thanks again. I look forward to speaking to all of you, and uh, have a great day.